Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. You are about to do a revving the word episode of this podcast. We're super excited. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna move your body. You're gonna hear some inspirational music, some uplifting music that will kind of help support what we're gonna do today because we will do some interval pushes. They're always an invitation. Don't feel this really isn't about counting calories at all. We want to get your mind to go to a higher place and that's why we connect back to the Word of God here. So if you have no experience in the Word of God, you're qualified to be here. If you are a theologian in the Word of God, be kind to me. <laughs> I'm just a, a girl who's madly in love with Jesus sharing what feels what is true to her after studying doing the best that i can to grab hold of the word of god to give it to you guys in a way that would become um, healthy for you nourishing for you edifying for your whole life heart so heart soul mind and strength heart soul mind strength that's how we're called to love god with all of who we are and i just think we we it, we do that here you're going to exercise all of who you are your heart your mind are going to get involved it's why you can move your body, breathe, do the harder things that we're about to do or the challenging things. And then your soul, your desires, and your body makes manifest whatever is going on inside of you. So let's get that all into a really good, accountable place. There is no perfection here. You are not supposed to be perfect. You are gonna make mistakes. And that's how we grow. That's how we learn. We, we don't want to rely on our mistakes to learn, but we know that we can learn from them, that we can grow and get better. Although our bodies might be getting weaker and weaker as we get older, inside of us can be a greater strength and wisdom and knowledge. And that's what I want to, I want to walk that out in life with you. So we're going to do that together. Right now, just be moving your feet, scale of one to 10. Uh, one being laying in bed, eyes open, 10 being all out effort. You don't like me at a 10. I don't like me at a 10. Right now, just moving somewhere around a four or five, nice and easy, just warming up the muscles, okay? All right, you need to know this, Rest and Rebuild, our first retreat experience for anybody. Anybody can come to this retreat. It is filling up. Actually heard last week a family of four a family of four that nothing makes my heart more excited because it truly is our greatest vision. This is not a women's ministry. Revelation Wellness is not a women's ministry. It's not a men's ministry. It's a ministry to the sons and daughters of God. Because once upon a time, we played and we played and we didn't think, we didn't bring all our baggage to the playground. Although you're welcome to bring them here. We need to get healthy and whole as individuals, uniquely designed, male, female, then we come together and we make family. And it starts, the fish stinks from the head down. Mothers, fathers, leaders of our home. We have to get well. And again, it's not perfect, but how do we walk out the gospel together and family gets strong. And if family gets strong, fathers return to their homes, mothers return to their, their, their role as only females can in a really, beautiful, strong, kind way, when we turn and face one, one another and God holds it together, nothing will be impossible for us. I just believe that. And for those of you that don't have family, of course you come, you're married to God. We are the family of God. So come to Rest and Rebuild June 9th through the 13th. It is for anyone who 
wants to get their identity back, who they are and what they're living for, their purpose, their passion, we are gonna do equal amounts of rest and equal amounts of building, rebuilding you, getting you back on your feet for the life, for the joy set before you, the life that's been designed for you. So yes, faith does produce work, but our work comes from rest, but there will be equal parts of that. You're gonna leave, I, I feel energized, renewed, and have a greater sense of just how nothing is impossible for you, that we really can do whatever it is we're called to do. So that is filling up. Swipe up on the show notes. You can do payment plans June 9th through the 13th. That's why you probably wanna start now. Get yourself ready for that. I will be there. My team will be there. The amazing, loving servant leaders who just wanna see you get free and stay free, okay? All right. Well, I'm super excited about that. You're gonna hear me talking a lot about it. Probably, well, sadly, I don't know. It's gonna fill. I just know it is. So uh, until it does, I'm gonna be talking about it because that is seriously something I'm looking so forward to this year. It's been a dream on our heart for some time and it wasn't time until it is now. So this is gonna be fun to see how God does something new there. All right, are we ready? Let's get the playlist going. In three, two, one, play. Ah. <clears throat> okay. Figuring out where your body is in space. <laughs> Stacking yourself, engaging your core. Start by being present, just fully here. One of my greatest pet peeves is using your workout to disconnect from life. Use your workout to connect, but get in your true self, get in your new creation self. Made for optimistic thinking, for love, for freedom, yeah? Casting down all suspicions and negative critical thinking. So we want to rid ourselves of that because science shows your brain operates best when you think optimistically without fear, without doubt, and when you think with compassion and kindness, empathy, that you solve some of the greatest problems in the world, truly. That's why love is greater than fear. And don't forget, if you leave a message, leave a review on this podcast and someone gets chosen for a love greater than fear package, which is our water bottle, bracelets, a workout towel, and a signed book by me. If I read your review on the air, I'll send you a little package, love greater than fear. We actually own that statement. It's a trademark. I don't know if you can own a statement, but we're trademark just says we guard that statement because it's a gospel statement that love is greater than fear in a math equation. Always greater. Fitness, what you eat, how you spend your money, do it in love. What kind of seed does this sow? 
So we're gonna sow our seeds of movement today in love and gratitude. So Lord, thank you for who you are and who you say we are. <laughs> thank you for that core relationship of identity that comes before anything else, knowing who we are. And God, we can only know ourselves as much as we know you. So would you <laughs> do a new work in our heart today and our mind because it's never done with you. There's always more. You're so gracious to share with us. So come and teach us all that you would have us to know today, all that you'd have us to do. Empower us by the gift and strength of the Holy Spirit. You with us and in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep warming up. By the end of this song, I need you to be a good seven. You know you're a seven when you are comfortably working. Body heat rising, strong foot placement, wherever you're walking, moving, if you're lifting weights, your strong presence. Good. All right, so today we're just gonna unpack a concept that is biblical. I don't know, maybe it's just where we can only teach what we know a lot of times. And here's what I know. Faith is the substance of something yet seen. It's substance waiting to become evidence. <laughs> so we read the Word of God, you come here, and you're getting some substance here. What I'm hoping we do is eventually we're creating evidence. There's substance of change, and then there's evidence that you have changed, right? Come on. I love faith, but I've never been interested in sitting around and talking about it if there isn't actual evidence of faith proving itself. And that's why we become the living epistles. We become people who have eaten so much of God's Word that it manifests itself. It shows itself evident. Not just rules, ideas. Oh, you can all sit around and pontificate forever. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. <laughs> For those of you that know the Enneagram, my challenger means we can do that. We can take that hill. We can have that land. We can become those people. If he said it, we can do it. <laughs> All right, nice seven. Are you ready to start a few little intervals? Our word today is from Psalm 119, 111. One scripture. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. Again, your testimonies are my heritage forever. 
for they are the joy of my heart. You guys, increase speed or tension or focus. Just give it a little more work. Come on. Keep going. Eight, seven, six. Good. Pull back. Make it a nice little recovery moment. So Psalm 119 is written by David and it's the longest psalm. And he's talking about how wonderful and necessary the Word of God is to his life. Increase faster or more resistance, more weight, whatever you want. Come on, more presence. I'd rather you become more present to the move than just move to move faster. Eight. Recover. Good, seven. So we're going from a seven to an eight, and then from an eight back down to a seven. Just in and out of it. You should probably feel that in your heart rate. All right, so David's saying how much he loves the Word of God. The lamp unto his feet, that the commands of God set his heart straight. Loves God's Word. But, this one jumped out at me. The testimony. Go to an eight. Come on. That the testimonies are his heritage forever. It's like it's his family album. His family tree. Comes off of the evidence, the testimony, the witnesses, the stories went, God was faithful. And right now, there are many of you who are in a season that you need some evidence. Recover. Seven. You just need some evidence, right? And if it's not seen in your own life, you can ride the coattails, the wave, the draft of someone else. And it's supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be that way. All right. So just asking you to get honest about taking the word of God. Say, God, I need this to come from 2D to 4D. I need this word to be in me, on me, through me, all about me, evidence around me. Go to an eight. Hold an eight. We're gonna be pushing towards a nine in just a second. Hold an eight. When I say go, you're gonna push into that gas tank reserve just a little bit more at an eight. You can hold this. It's comfortably uncomfortable. You're holding it. You're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Ready? Nine. OK, 
Come on, go, nine. Ask the Lord to make substance seen and heard around you. When I say go, push to a 10. That's only gonna last for 20 seconds. Come on, hang on. We're gonna get a full recovery. Four, three, go. 20 seconds, come on, all out, go. Recover. Well done. Woo. Take your time. You should have felt a pinch there. Lactic acid. Hang on. I'm going to give you 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. It's a family tradition. I pass down a story of God's faithfulness from one generation to the next. That's why it's important that we know our stories, that we step into our stories. Do you know depression, anxiety, shame? Greatest cause, one of the greatest cause? Not owning our story trying to run from our story. Step into it. Three, two, eight. Come on, let's go back to an eight. Hang on, finish as an eight. Hold it. I want you to hold it. Now listen, this is gonna challenge you a bit. Hold the eight. At an eight, you do not wanna pick up the phone if it rings. You can hear it in me. I can only say a few words without needing to take some breath. But I can hold it. Focus. Evidence seen. Come on, see some unseen right now. Let's go. It's the joy, that's the joy, the joy. His word absolutely brings me joy. But there's a greater upgrade of how real God is, how true he is, how he will finish what he started. That he wants to make seen faith on the earth. We're the carrier of the seed. But you guys, so many of us eat the seed we plan it and we don't wait. We plan it and we dig it up. We plant it and we dig it up. Nothing can grow. And some of you, I know that you have been waiting and waiting. You haven't eaten the seed, you haven't dug it up, and you're weary. And you're like, when does this thing show itself? When do we have evidence of the unseen? Hang on, friends. 
be an eight and hang on. Remain faithful. Where else are you gonna go? Come on, remain. Because where you focus is where you will flow. Where you gaze is where you go. Eyes, mouth, two very important things. What I see and what I say. Okay, yes, I've been so convicted. Power of our words. You say only what's unseen. Until it is seen, you say nothing. You want to dig up your seed? Start doubting. Come on. Start letting your pain have the final say, and you'll dig up the seed. Testimony. Faith, a substance turned into evidence. This will be seen. I'm gonna go quiet and you're gonna use your mouth and you're gonna start declaring and saying the things that you have yet to see but you have a perception of it the kingdom has given you an ability to know that it is God's delight to bring heaven to earth all he's looking for is a carrier a seed bearer a planter a waterer, and a waiter. You can move back towards a seven if that leaves room for you for the next push. Or if you want to hold your eight, do it. The word is not meant to lay flat on top of our hearts, but go into our hearts and lead us into a way, a truth, and life. be encountered right now by the God of all activity and stillness. Be encountered right now by the God of hope, strong hope and rest. Good job. 
All right. Once you push back or move back down to a seven, we're gonna do a little speed work. If you're not doing cardio, <laughs> in your mind's eye, see yourself as quick. See yourself as agile, loose, nimble, okay? Good. Move a little faster in your feet. Doesn't mean you have to move, what I mean faster, quicker pitter-patter of the feet. Light, quick steps. If, if that doesn't feel good, ask the Holy Spirit what faster, what quicker would feel like to you. You don't have to increase the speed on the treadmill, but light quickness. Come on. Come on, I'm trying to get you unstuck. Because sometimes things just get so heavy. I forget there's other options available. I can reframe my pain. Reframe it now. 10 more seconds. How fun is that? Yeah? Five, four, three, good. Take it, slow it back a bit. If you're a runner, or even a hiker, or a walker, just taking smaller steps, but very integrated steps. So think up, upright, more than a forward lean. Get ready to go again. Speed. Go. One minute. Come on. Smile. Countenance counts. you have to smile smile you'll get faster you'll get lighter how about that this is all about light <laughs> if you're miserable you missed it you're not partnered with the Holy Spirit good recover isn't that true if you're feeling like you're obligated to it rest tap out has to feel like I'm gonna give it a try and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my body what we're gonna do body even though you feel very depressed or suppressed we're gonna draw it up we're gonna lift the corners of our mouth and we're gonna put on our crown, our robe, our ring, our sandals, remembering who we are and whose we are. Come on, we cannot, you cannot put faith in what you see. Use what you feel to get you up to the unseen place, to where you water the seed 
a testimony is gonna come of this. Testimony. I'm gonna go quiet. I want you to testify. Tell God your life. Tell Him. Recount to Him the glory days of what He's done for you. Come on. Go do that. Hang on, hang on, knees up, 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 everyone say up, 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 gaze, up, horizon line just above it, remain, abide, this substance, this little mustard seed of faith will take root, grow. But you know what can catch a mustard seed bush on fire? Our tongues. You want to burn it down? Say the things of unbelief and doubt and shame and fear and guilt. No. Start speaking out your testimony. And if you don't have one, find someone who does. Ask them to start speaking it out. In. You're probably getting a little tired now. Reassign, reassess. Woo. Hang on. Here's the thing about testimony this is why the stories of God's faithfulness. That's why David can say, these are the joy of my heart. These are the joy of my heart. Because the Word of God, you know, you can read it, you'll read it, and it'll mean one thing for one person and another for another person, because that's the Holy Spirit teaching each of us a unique thing, right? So the Word of God, it's true. And how we apply it can be very individual. It's true command as gravity is true. <laughs> as the law of thermodynamics is true as much as Newton's law of movement. Those are true. Now how we apply, very unique. So here's the thing. That the Word of God, that people can challenge that, right? They can challenge, well, I don't know if he meant that, I don't know if he meant that, the context of this. And that's okay, we have the mind of Christ, we can get in there. Remember, whatever you're wrestling out, it just has to lead to more of a compassionate heart like, the Father, like our Father, without punting on truth. That's a big one. 
So let the word of God shape you, form you, mold you. Some of you need to be softened. Some of you need to be strengthened. That's why the word of God, it's applicable, it's unique, it's individual applied. But now listen, you might be able to challenge the word of God, but you cannot mess with someone's testimony. You can't. You can't try to convince somebody that that's what they experienced. They know what they experienced. And God is here to encounter each of us. You guys, move towards an eight. Come on. Dance, sing, shout. God's testimony. That you've been a witness to God in action. And that God, your word in action is the joy of our hearts. Come on, come on. I have spent much time with the Lord storing up his word in my heart, but there comes a time when it's go time. It's just time to see God make good on his word. Anyone in one of those times? Okay, don't let your heart grow bitter because bitterness that's a root that will wipe the seed out. That will pull that thing up quick. You know how you water that seed? You know how you give it some miracle grow? Start telling God. Recounting the glory days. The things that he has done. Listen, he's not narcissistic. He doesn't need you to tell him so he'll feel good about himself. He needs you to tell him so you feel yourself. Your mind, your heart, your mouth, and your body with the promises, with the testimony. The testimony. Nourish yourself. Your testimonies are my heritage forever. They are my family tree. They are my lifeline. I, I can cut the branch off the tree, but it's still a testimony. Gather up the testimony, for they are the joy of a heart. Go towards a 10, come on. 30 seconds, what can you do to finish? Go! Lean in, lean in! Three, two, one. Woo! Recover. You get a couple songs with me. Couple songs. So raise your hand if you would like to move from a student of God's word to a witness. Like a witness. Yeah? Read Deuteronomy 8. Go read Deuteronomy 8. Let it recharge you. To, 
It's a whole thing about remember the Lord your God. Remember when God did this. Remember when God did this. Now remember, he's talking to the Israelites and the whole context are slaves that got taken out of slavery and moved in through a wilderness season because some of us are right there in one but they came out the other side to the promised land what should have only taken 40 days or 12 days 11 days commentary said took 40 years but listen they did it they did it although a whole generation died off at least they passed something on to their children they had a story and here's the crazy thing it always bewilders me and again easier said than done for me that the Israelites saw the Red Sea part they walked they walked through dry ground muddy ground but dry of the Red Sea they watched as the sea folded in and killed Pharaoh and all his army and God said in Deuteronomy 30 or I'm sorry Exodus 14 he said it in verse 4 and verse 15 and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord well he's saying Moses here's what you're gonna do you're gonna go take the people and you're gonna camp right at the edge right by the Red Sea which is so crazy that's the worst place you would send an army or send people to go to be safe God says no pick up the people leave Egypt and take them to the edge of the land right by the sea <laughs> why there's no place to go you know this wasn't the people of swimmers they weren't Olympic swimmers they, what were they gonna do but that's where God wanted to put them in a place where they had nowhere else to go and Moses did it he took the people they camped by the edge of the sea and sure enough God hardens Pharaoh's heart <laughs> it's so crazy right God uses Pharaoh this is where I don't understand God I'm like God in a snap you could deal with that enemy and God goes no I'm gonna use him I'm gonna use him I can turn on and off his heart like a light switch but when I turn on his heart as an enemy it will only be for your strength my glory because he goes on to say in verse 15 and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh his chariots and his horsemen you see this God wants to flex on the enemy <laughs> not he's not trying to show off to you he's showing off to the enemy don't mess with my kids so he knows how long to let the enemy increase in so-called power before he's about to make a testimony happen now <laughs> I don't know about you but if you've raised your hand like me to the glory life to God I want it all I don't want to live a happy little Christian safe life I'm all the way in with you because I am curious I am fascinated by just how marvelous of a father you are because I didn't have a good father I didn't have a healthy I didn't have a father that I read of in the Bible I'm like oh my god this God is so good and he's so powerful and he's so unpredictable and that's the problem I really want to figure him out that's when I get in trouble but I say to him, 
bring me your glory, show me your glory. And when, when we say that prayer, <laughs> expect the heat to rise. Expect the waiting to be longer than normal. Because he's not doing normal. He's doing super normal, super extraordinary, supernatural. So you all pray for me, I'll pray for you. If you're someone who said, I don't wanna play it safe in the shallow end of the pool, I'll go to where I can't touch the bottom, where you have to sustain me, where you have to lift me up and flip me on my back to breathe, where you teach me how to breathe underwater should I go down. And if you're someone who's living that big of a faith, we must not be surprised when the opposition, when the enemy looks like he's winning. We just can't. This is where the testimony, it puts the enemy to open shame. It's, it's you're pulling up, you're eating the fruit of a tree. It says that in Proverbs, that we eat from that tree of God, the testimony of what God has done that keeps us alive. So if no new fruit has come yet, you still have good fruit and it's in your testimony. It's, if it's not in yours, have somebody tell theirs to you. Come on. I just confessed to the Lord the other day, God, I gotta get my joy up. I gotta get it back. It's been wiped out from me. I, it was so high before I hit another another valley where an enemy was waiting for me. I gotta get my joy up. And I heard the Lord said, say, then start thinking about what I've done. Let's, let's reminisce, Elisa. Isn't it true? Come on, we see that. That's why people like to tell stories over and over. <laughs> it gets their joy up. It tells us I was alive then. <laughs> I don't feel very special today, but there was this one special day. <laughs> I love that. God says, let's talk about that day. Tell me again. Talk about it. <laughs> so get your boast up. Get your boast up. Now one more thing before you go. If you wanna get your, your personal testimony up, and you know, sometimes it feels like all over the place, I'd encourage you to go to Matthew 5, when Jesus says, blessed are, and he lists off these attributes of who are blessed, which means they've received good. And then you can find things in your life where you're like, oh, look what he did there. So he starts with blessed are the poor in spirit. When was a time in your life that you did not believe you had what it took? I'm not talking about finances, poor in spirit. And God said, you can do it. And you followed. What's your testimony there? For me, years ago when he called, asked me to write a book or start writing. And I said, Lord, I don't write. I am poor in the art of the written word. You surely picked the wrong gal. 
and I have a testimony. I'm a published author with more books on the way. So he did it. He called me in nonsense and he did it. Blessed are those who mourn. Where's your testimony of mourning where you were blessed? This is what I wrote down. I have lost and I have healed. I have lost much, but every time I've healed and I became more whole and more free. The only thing that left me was the thing I never needed or I didn't have to have to thrive. It was bonus. It's all bonus. Blessed are the meek. <laughs> Man, <laughs> there was a time. Meek means strength under control. Doesn't mean weak. Blessed are those who could hurt somebody but don't. Blessed are those who could rail off at the mouth but don't. Let me just tell you, <laughs> the Lord, I can testify of how God has healed my hurts so I don't have to. I could, but I don't. Blessed are those who thirst and hunger for righteousness. <sighs> yeah. You guys, I have tasted and seen <laughs> the things that I know now that I could have never known, the way that I can be a friend, a parent, a lover, like I never could before, because I hungered and I thirsted. Show me the right way. Show me your way, God. And it cost me all my stinking thinking, my real and feeling, and he established my feet on a rock. And I have tasted and seen. Blessed are the merciful. That's those who have a heart for the hurting. Yes and amen. More than ever before, God has done a testimony in giving us a heart of mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. Right? Reflect on a time when you didn't have a pure heart. <laughs> when you could care less of how pure your heart or motives were. And now, now, if you're even just a little more interested, that's a testimony. That's why it's really important, you guys, when you see change in your life, when you see or even receive a compliment or somebody calls out a good in you, you must take 10 seconds to sit with it and hug your brain. Otherwise, you won't remember it. Take it in. It's so easy to remember the negative, but we have to embrace, engage, grab hold of when someone sees the testimony, the word made flesh in us. Grab it. Hug it. Reflect for 10 seconds on how good the testimonies of God are and how joy it fills your heart that you are no longer just an idea, but you are being made evidence. Faith is substance turned evidence. Blessed are the peacemakers. The peacemakers, people who stop wanting to be right. <laughs> they stop even needing to be heard. 
and all they want to do is bring the presence of God. What would God say? What would God do? He's not anxious. He's patient. He's kind. And blessed are the persecuted, those who are not easily offended. God has done a testimony in me with those. How about you? Thank you, God. We thank you for how you are continually on our case in the best of ways. God, now I turn to you and I ask that you give us strength to say only the things of the unseen world, to think the thoughts of faith, that faith will become a testimony, a story that nobody can mess with, by which we overcome along with the blood of the Lamb that the world will stand up and take notice because our only agenda was to encounter and be known by you and the world knowing you is just a bonus we know you God and others will know you from that place we love you and we thank you for your word that shifts and changes our heart and gets our joy up and gets our boast up in you you are our father in heaven holy be your name. Amen.